us join responsively in the call to worship. Into the shadows of chaos, the light of the world steps. From the silence of death, the word of God breaks free. For the emptiness of our souls, the bread of the world is broken. Methodist Church in Martinsville, Virginia, on this Good Friday evening. 
This is the hardest part of Holy Week. The text that we will hear tonight lead us through Jesus' suffering and his death. This Holy Week, as we journey with Jesus to the cross, these narratives take us to the darkest places of that story. In Jesus' day, this was new territory. No one had ever heard of a suffering God before. But these tonight are the narratives that enable us to know that Jesus is with us no matter what. In our joys, certainly, but also in our sorrows, our struggles, our sufferings, and even unto death. So let us open ourselves to hear these texts, not just with our ears, but deep down in the center part of ourselves, so that they become part of us. Tonight we will walk through the last 24 hours of Jesus' life. We begin tonight with the first three hours, from 6 until 9 p.m. on Thursday evening. Our text is found in the 14th chapter of Mark's Gospel, beginning with the 17th verse. When it was evening, he came with the twelve, and when they had taken their places and were eating, Jesus said, Truly I tell you, one of you will betray me, one who is eating with me. They began to be distressed and to say to him, one after another, Surely not I. He said to them, It is one of the twelve, one who is dipping bread into the bowl with me. For the Son of Man goes as it was written of him, but woe to that one by whom the Son of Man is betrayed. It would have been better for that one not to have been born. While they were eating, he took a loaf of bread, and after blessing it, he broke it, gave it to them, and said, This is my body. Then he took a cup, and after giving thanks, he gave it to them, and all of them drank from it. He said to them, This is my blood of the covenant, which is poured out for many. Truly I tell you, I will never again drink of the fruit of the vine until that day when I drink it new in the kingdom of God. When they had sung the hymn, they went out to the Mount of Olives. Please join me in reading responsively the response. It was at table that the story began, a people longing for freedom, a meal to prepare them for the journey into the wilderness. It was at a table where the story was retold, a teacher and students wondering what the coming hours would bring, a meal to prepare them for the journey into death. It is at the Lord's table that the story is remembered by the people struggling to be faithful, a meal to prepare us for the journey into resurrection.
Our text is found in the 14th chapter of Mark's Gospel, beginning with the 26th verse. When they had sung the hymn, they went out to the Mount of Olives, and Jesus said to them, You will all become deserters, for it is written, I will strike the shepherd, and the sheep will be scattered. But after I am raised up, I will go before you to Galilee. Peter said to him, Even though all become deserters, I will not. Jesus said to him, Truly I tell you, this day, this very night, before the cock crows twice, you will deny me three times. But he said vehemently, Even though I must die with you, I will not deny you. And all of them said the same. They went to a place called Gethsemane, and he said to his disciples, Sit here while I pray. He took with him Peter and James and John and began to be distressed and agitated. And he said to them, I am deeply grieved even unto death. Remain here and keep awake. And going a little farther, he threw himself on the ground and prayed that, if it were possible, the hour might pass from him. He said, Abba, Father, for you all things are possible. Remove this cup from me, yet not what I want, but what you want. He came and found them sleeping, and he said to Peter, Simon, are you asleep? Could you not keep awake for one hour? Keep awake and pray that you may not come into the time of trial. The spirit is indeed willing, but the flesh is weak. And again he went away and prayed, saying the same words. And once more he came and found them sleeping, for their eyes were very heavy, and they did not know what to say to him. He came a third time and said to them, Are you still sleeping and taking your rest? Enough, for the hour has come. The Son of Man is betrayed into the hands of sinners. Get up, let us be going. See, my betrayer is at hand. Immediately while he was speaking, Judas, one of the twelve, arrived, and with him there was a crowd with swords and clubs from the chief priests, the scribes, and the elders. Now the betrayer had given, him a, given them a sign, saying, The one I will kiss is the man. Arrest him and lead him away under guard. 
So when he came, he went up to him at once and said, Rabbi, and kissed him. Then they laid hands on him and arrested him. But one of those who stood near drew his sword and struck the slave of the high priest, cutting off his ear. Then Jesus said to them, Have you come out with swords and clubs to arrest me as though I were a bandit? Day after day I was with you in the temple teaching, and you did not arrest me. But let the scriptures be fulfilled. All of them deserted him and fled. Please join me in the response. We convince ourselves that we would not act as Jesus' friends do in this story, but lest we forget. We are the ones who slip quietly away when asked to stand beside the poor and oppressed. Lest we forget, we are the deniers of Jesus when we turn our backs on those whom our world does not recognize. Lest we forget, let us remember who we are and who we can become. and dismay Jesus fell to the ground and prayed My heart is breaking with grief Stay with me and watch And now the hour has come the Son of Man is betrayed into the hands of sinners. My heart is breaking with grief. Stay with me and The third three hours, Friday midnight to 3 a.m. The Gospel of Mark, chapter 14, verses 53 through 65. They took Jesus to the high priest, and all the chief priests, the elders, and the scribes were assembled. Peter had followed him at a distance, right into the courtyard of the high priest, and he was sitting with the guards, warming himself at the fire. Now the chief priest and the whole council were looking for testimony against Jesus to put him to death, but they found none. For many gave false testimony against him, and their testimony did not agree. Some stood up and gave false testimony against him, saying, We heard him say, I will destroy this temple that is made with hands, and in three days I will build another not made with hands." But even, in this, even on this point, their testimony did not agree. Then the high priest stood up before them and asked Jesus, 
Have you no answer? What is it that they testify against you? But he was silent and did not answer. Again, the high priest asked him, Are you the Messiah, the Son of the Blessed One? Jesus said, I am. And you will see the Son of Man seated at the right hand of the power and coming with the clouds of heaven. Then the high priest tore his clothes and said, Why do we still need witnesses? You've heard his blasphemy. What is your decision? All of them condemned him as deserving death. Some began to spit on him, to blindfold him, and to strike him, saying to him, Prophesy! The guards also took him over and beat him. As we respond, Power, Power, wealth, wealth, divinity. Of all the privileges you might have grasped, you chose to take hold of a cross for us. All of the people you might have died for, you did. For three hours, Friday, 3 a.m. to 6 a.m. The Gospel of Mark, chapter 14, verse 66 through 72. While Peter was below in the courtyard, one of the servant girls of the high priest came by. When she saw Peter warming himself, she stared at him and said, You also were with Jesus, the man from Nazareth. But he denied it, saying, I do not know or understand what you're talking about. And he went out into the forecourt, then the cock crowed. And the servant girl, on seeing him, began again to say to the bystanders, This man is one of them. But again he denied it. Then after a little while, the bystanders again said to Peter, Certainly you are one of them, for you are a Galilean. 
but he began to curse and he swore an oath. I do not know this man you're talking about. At that moment, the cock crowed for the second time. Then Peter remembered that Jesus had said to him, before the cock crows twice, you will deny me three times. And he broke down and wept. fifth three hours, Friday, 6 a.m. to 9 a.m., the Gospel of Mark, chapter 15, verses 1 through 20. As soon as it was morning, the chief priest held a consultation with the elders and the and scribes in the whole council. They bound Jesus, led him away, and handed him over to Pilate. Pilate asked him, Are you the king of the Jews? He answered him, you say so. Then the chief priest accused him of many things. Pilate asked him again, Have you no answer? See how many charges they bring against you. But Jesus made no further reply, so that Pilate was amazed. Now at the festival, he used to release a prisoner for them, anyone whom they asked. Now a man called Barabbas was in prison with the rebels who had committed murder during the insurrection. So the crowd came and began to ask Pilate to do for them according to his custom. He then answered him, Do you want me to release for you the king of the Jews? For he realized that it was out of jealousy that the chief priest had handed him over. But the chief priest stirred up the crowd to have him release Barabbas for them instead. Pilate spoke to them again. Then what do you wish to me to do? What do you wish me to do with the man you call the king of the Jews? They shouted back, crucify him. Pilate asked them, why, what evil has he done? But they shouted all the more, crucify him. So Pilate, wishing to satisfy the crowd, released Barabbas for them. And after flogging Jesus, he handed him over to be crucified. Then the soldiers led him into the courtyard of the palace, that is the governor's headquarters. 
and they called together the whole cohort. And they clothed him in a purple cloak, and after twisting some thorns into a crown, they put it on him. And then they began saluting him, Hail, King of the Jews. They struck his head with a reed, spat upon him, and knelt down in homage to him. After mocking him, they stripped him of the purple cloak and put his own clothes on him. Then they led him out to crucify him. The sixth three hours, 9 a.m. To, to noon. Uh, uh, Mark's Gospel, the 15th chapter, 21 through 32. They compelled a passerby who was coming in from the country to carry his cross. It was Simon of Cyrene, the father of Alexander and Rufus. Then they brought Jesus to the place called Golgotha, 
which means the place of a skull. And they offered him wine mixed with myrrh, but he did not take it. And they crucified him and divided his clothes among them, casting lots to decide what each should take. It was nine o'clock in the morning when they crucified him. The inscription of the charge against him read, the king of the Jews. And with him, they crucified two bandits, one, of his, on, one on his right and one on his left. Those who passed by derided him, shaking their heads and saying, Aha, you who would destroy the temple and build it in three days, save yourself and come down from the cross. In the same way, the chief priests, along with the scribes, were also mocking him among themselves and saying, He saved others. He cannot save himself. Let the Messiah, the King of Israel, come down from the cross now so that we may see and believe. Those who were crucified with him also taunted him. Please join me in the response. Ridiculed by his enemies, deserted by his friends, seemingly God-forsaken, the morning star of creation hangs covered with the grit of the sins of the world. Nailed to the cross, the carpenter of Calvary repairs our brokenness so we might be restored to God's kingdom.
the seventh, the seventh three hours, 12 noon till 3 p.m. The, 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 uh, Mark's Gospel, fifth, the 15th chapter, 33 through 39. <clears throat> when it was noon, darkness came over the whole land until three in the afternoon. At three o'clock, Jesus cried out with a loud voice, Eloi, Eloi, lama sabachthani, which means, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? When some of the bystanders heard it, they said, listen, he is calling for Elijah. And someone ran, filled a sponge with sour wine, put it on a stick, and gave it to him to drink, saying, wait, let us see, <clears throat> let us see whether Elijah will come to take him down. Then Jesus gave a loud cry and breathed his last, and the curtain of the temple was torn in two from top to bottom. Now when the centurion who stood facing him saw that in this way he breathed his last, he said, truly, this man was God's son. Let us observe a moment of silence as we remember Jesus' death. three hours, 3 to 6 p.m. on Friday. Uh, the Gospel of Mark, chapter 15, 42 through 47. <clears throat> when evening had come, and since it was the day of preparation, that is the day before the Sabbath, <clears throat> Joseph of Arimathea, respected member of the council, who was also <clears throat> himself waiting expectantly for the kingdom of God, went boldly to Pilate and asked for the body of Jesus. Then Pilate wondered if he were already dead, and summoning the centurion, he asked, he asked him whether he had been dead for some time. When he learned from the centurion that he was dead, he granted the body to Joseph. Then Joseph bought a linen cloth, and taking down the body, wrapped it in the linen cloth, and laid it in a, in a tomb that had been hewn out of the rock. He then rolled a stone against the door of the tomb. Mary Magdalene and Mary, the mother of Joseph, saw where the body was laid. 
join me uh, for the response. Feet that dance through the streets of Jerusalem, welcoming the Messiah. Now, now softly pad the back alleys in search of shadows. Hearts that leap with joy at the sight of David's true son, but not with Golgotha's garbage. Hands that wrapped a newborn son in bands of cloth, now shroud his broken body and lay him gently, tenderly, softly in death's manger. Where glad hosannas rang out, there is now only the silent, weeping heart of God.
And now let us move into the darkness of this night. Let us hold within ourselves these narratives of the suffering and death of Jesus and ponder them as we wait to see what God will do next. Amen. Father of the Father. 